Willkommen, this is Julia. And this is Shane. And this is Think Plant-Based. Think Plant-Based. Make sure to check out recipes, health tips, travel tips at www.thinkplantbased.com. And we're officially on iTunes, so please rate and write us a review on iTunes. Write us a review. Give us... Two stars, three stars, maybe five stars. Let us know. Oh, for sure, Let's, five. Yeah, I mean, who would give us two stars anyways, yeah. right? But yeah, make sure to do that because that's how we get found. We are also on YouTube. Check us out and find us on Think Plant Based. I'm so excited for our guest today and you. Yeah, super excited. All the way from Washington, D.C., Dr. Vanita Raman. How's it going? Hi. Wow, thanks so much for having me. So nice to be on your program, Julian. Yeah, Chang. Our, our pleasure. pleasure. Please tell the listeners more about yourself and about your cookbook, Simply Plant-Based. Yeah, so I wrote this uh, plant-based cookbook because I am a plant-based internal medicine physician talking to my patients about eating plant-based to reverse their diabetes or their blood pressure. And the question I always ask is, uh, that I always get asked is, what can I eat? What can I make for dinner? What is easy? Uh, I don't even know where to begin is what people say. I really wanted a cookbook that, that could help them. Um, you know, make delicious, easy, and healthy plant-based meals so that they can benefit from eating this way. Right. Well, that sounds yeah. great. Because it can be really confusing sometimes where to start, especially when you're not feeling well and you want to get healthy, but you don't know much about health, right? Mm -hmm. So you're the right person to go to, I feel. Yeah. Yeah, I practice at the center in Washington, D.C. with the Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine, and we incorporate plant-based nutrition into our patient care and our research, and we know how powerful eating is, and we really advocate for that, and the idea behind the book is to give them some easy recipes that they can try, and also with popular, and also with popular foods that people like eat burgers and nachos and lasagna so they can enjoy the foods they're that's used amazing to. yeah so uh what inspired you to go fully plant-based yourselves like we always like to ask our guests yeah <laughs> well well i like most people was having my own health struggles i um was overweight i went to lose weight i had pre-diabetes i had high cholesterol i, I had early arthritis in my knees and um i did a lot of research and i read the china study and i learned that eating plant-based could really help me improve my health and take control of it and that was the beginning of this whole new life for me and it's just been no looking back since then Was it quite the struggle, though, to figure out what works for you? Like going plant-based? Or did you have uh, cravings and stuff like that? This is always a journey for everybody, right? Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is. And I did it in phases. So for me, what worked well was uh, eliminating one food at a time. So I started um, with meat and seafood and I or fish, and I stopped that. And after, I felt like... Those cravings had gone down after a couple of weeks. Then I started tapping, uh, which I thought would be 
really hard and I was very concerned about it. Um, but milk was actually easy. There's so many good soy milks are all available. Hard part for me was yogurt. I love plain yogurt yeah. and it's a big part of Indian cuisine to have that with food. And I couldn't really find a good plant-based one. And then I found this terrific one by Silk that I still love. It's a soy-based plain yogurt. It's delicious. And um, that really took care of my yogurt cravings. And it's still <laughs> my go-to yogurt today. That's nice. great. I yeah, don't know if we can get that in Canada. Soy-based soy silk. silk? Yeah, yeah but soy-based? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, oh. it's a soy silk brand. Milk. And they milk and yogurt. And um, I love their milk, too. And I love the yogurt that they sell. Right. Yeah, we love their soy milk, yeah, too. Yeah, their soy milk amazing. is amazing. It's creamy. It's it's one of my favorite. Have <laughs> Switch you ever, from almond. Yeah, right. Yeah. Have you ever had the yogurts from Europe? They're, like, the best. Whenever I yeah. go to Germany, that's like I eat like yogurts every day there. <laughs> Have you yeah, tried you know, them? I was actually in a few years back, right before the pandemic started in 2019, I believe, or 2018. And I was amazed at how much vegan food there is now in Switzerland, which I didn't think of as a vegan friendly country, but. Right. The grocery shelves are full of vegan yogurts and vegan cheeses. There was even a cheese that was vegan. Um, lots and lots of great options. And it was super easy. And, and they were great so for varieties. Yeah, right. That's always nice to yeah. see. Oh, they got <laughs> so many different varieties in Europe. I wish we could get more of them here in North America. But yeah, right. Especially the yogurts are just so different. Yeah. I find, especially in Europe, like they taste really like I don't taste any difference between the dairy and the vegan based ones they're so similar and they're i'm quite a yogurt young. fan myself <laughs> so <laughs> i get everyone annoyed with my yogurt cravings right yeah we get we get into germany and it's just like we gotta stop at the grocery store and get yogurts now <laughs> yeah it's good you know is so uh you know it's so easy to find vegan yogurts um yeah. Both abroad and in the U.S. There's so many varieties from soy-based to almond-based, cashew-based, oat-based, um, coconut-based. There's just so many options now and so many flavors. It's just never been easier, really. That's so true. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, let's debunk some myths here. Yeah, since we were like, talking about soy. Exactly. Are like soy products really bad for you? And how can we benefit from them? Yeah. Oh, well, first, soy products are not bad for us. They're actually very beneficial for us. So soy um, is often sold in the form of tube or the mine, which are frozen soybeans. Um, you can get dried soybeans, too. And there's tempeh, which is another fermented type of soy. And there's soy milk and soy yogurt. Uh, lots of options, and they're actually great for us. So soy is a terrific source of protein. It is also uh, full of healthy phytoestrogens, which help reduce the risk of breast cancer. And in women who've had breast cancer, they decrease the risk of recurrence. So there's a myth out there that maybe soy estrogens cause or increase risk of cancer, and it's actually the opposite. They decrease the risk because they bind with a completely different receptor in breast tissue. 
so they're helpful. That's right. good. That's good. Because I eat a lot of soy products. <laughs> Not a lot, but I do eat them pretty regularly. We do. Yeah. So true. Yeah. So uh, what foods should people be eating if they have a hard time absorbing iron? I've heard a lot of people, you know, speak on iron. And I wonder if you could touch base a little bit about your thoughts. Yeah, you know, first, when it comes to iron, if someone's been told they have iron deficiency, it's really important they see their healthcare provider. Iron deficiency is usually due to uh, blood loss. It's not due to a nutritional deficiency. So if someone has iron deficiency, the first thing they and their healthcare provider need to figure out is where is that blood loss coming from? And it could be a benign cause or it could be a serious cause. So that's the first step. And then in terms of plant-based sources of iron, uh, green tea, vegetables, beans, nuts and seeds um, are all excellent sources. So are fortified grains and cereals. So there is no shortage of iron in plant foods. That's, That's good great. to know. Because, yeah, I, I <laughs> met a lot of people that wanted to become, like, go plant-based, but they really have a hard time to absorb sufficient iron. So... It's important to know all this for sure. Yeah. What about cooking with like a cast iron pan? Does that actually give you some extra iron or? It can. So when we cook with a cast iron pan, some of that iron does leach into our food and it can help. Um, I would say you use a cast iron pan if it works with your cooking style, if it's convenient. Um, you don't have to do it just for the iron, but certainly that can help. Right. Yeah, I love cooking with a cast iron. Yeah, right? It's my favorite. I can't cook with any other it pan anymore. It tastes so much better too, right? I don't know if it's placebo, but... Maybe it's the iron. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just love the taste of things cooked in uh, cast iron. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And why is it that some people feel weak on a plant-based diet, but whenever they have a piece of meat, they feel better? Like they, they've been experimenting, you know, whenever they have a piece of meat, then they feel more energetic. What do you think could be the reasons? Yeah, that's, you know, that's a very subjective feeling, how someone feels about their energy level. We know that there's plenty of evidence that plant-based foods can provide us all the energy we need. There's mounting evidence that it's better for athletic performance. In fact, most athletes perform better when they eat because their joint inflammation goes down. So I that may have more to do with cravings and maybe missing the foods they're used to eating rather than a specific nutritional deficiency. Um, so it would be really important in that situation to maybe meet with a registered dietitian who's planning and figure out what are they missing, um, you know, that they could put into their diet that would help them. Sometimes I find uh, people may not be getting enough beans in, um, which are full of protein. So, soy, lentils, dried beans can be helpful. Sometimes people are still trying to eat low carb and they're not getting enough grains. So, getting those healthy whole grains like quinoa, oats, millets, whole wheat bread and pasta can be helpful. Yeah, these are good points. Yeah. Because I find a lot of people under eat when they go plant based. But say in my experience, I notice I start to eat more. And in the, in the beginning, I felt a bit like bad that I ate like big plates or even sometimes two plates, but it felt actually good. I felt like I could eat more on a plant-based diet, you know, mm -hmm. but it still made me feel good. Like yeah, it wasn't like fiber. junk food or something, <laughs> you know, I actually needed it to replenish. Eventually, 
I, it just balanced out how, how much I needed, but I always wanted to make sure I don't undereat because that's where I felt a bit more mm-hmm. weak, you know, where I felt like I need more nutrients because especially when you're more active, right? Or when you're an athlete, you go for runs a lot, you need to eat more, right? And I find sometimes I meet people that they still don't eat enough, especially when they're very sporty, right? Is that an factor yeah. too? When you do exercise a lot, you really need to eat more calories? Yeah, I, I think the other factor is how much fat is in the food. So we tell people to eat a low-fat diet. Um, yeah. So they're eating a lot of wholesome foods like whole grains, legumes, fruits, and vegetables. Those tend to be high-fiber, low-fat. Their caloric density is low. So people will need to eat more volume of food to get the same calories. And then, of course, if people are exercising a lot, then they will definitely need to eat more to have enough calories to burn. Right. Right. Yeah. So is there uh, any advice for people that, you know, want to go vegan, but they're concerned about being, you know, socially an outsider or different, especially, you know, if you live in like a small town, I know it could be hard for vegans. Right. In the big city, it's a different story, I find. Yeah. You can always find a group, but I find in small towns, it might not be as many groups around. Mm -hmm. So you have any tips for uh, people like that? Yeah. If they're looking for like a support group or a group to feel connected with, now we have so many online groups. Um, Like at the Physicians Committee, we're always running group programs um, for people. And I would encourage people to check out our our event, pcrm.org forward slash events, and can find virtual events. So that can be a great way to feel connected plant-based community and in terms of finding vegan food most grocery stores have plenty of foods to pick from you know dried beans grains veggies and fruits and then even restaurants a lot of smaller towns may have more fast food restaurants or chain restaurants and even with those they're in offering plant-based options so um And if you go online, you can even look for vegan options and they'll often show what those are. That's true. And I find when you live more in small towns, it kind of forces you to start cooking, especially when you don't like it. You know, maybe you you find a passion to start practicing some new cooking techniques. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You might you might fail in the beginning, but you eventually get better. You know, if you don't if you stay motivated. Yeah. Yeah, and most people just feel so much better after eating plant-based that that just reinforces the desire to eat well and take care of themselves. That's so true. Yeah. Definitely. That's how you felt, right? Yeah. I always feel better when I cook my own food. and Because especially with my job, I'm out of town a lot. So when I get home, I can't wait to cook. I don't (laughs) want to go out and eat more sodium and sugar that I don't have to. So. Yeah, you always look so happy when you have a home cooked meal. Yeah, oh, I love <laughs> I love cooking. It definitely uh, helps. Yeah, eating definitely. healthier. <laughs> yeah. So, is there any uh, future plans that you have, and uh, where can the listeners find more about you, and where can they pick up your book? So they can learn more about my practice at barnardmedical.org. They can, uh, we see patients from over 25 states through telehealth. And then the book, which is really a great way for people to learn how to make low-fat, healthy, plant-based recipes that are easy and delicious, they can pick that up um, at the pcrm.org bookstore 
or you can purchase it on Amazon. It is available online as well. And our program currently we're running a plant-based weight loss program online and we'll be um, doing that again in the spring. And then we're hoping to add some other new group programs. So again, going on our events page would be really helpful to see what's coming up. That's exciting. That's yeah, awesome. exciting. So much going on. Cool. Lots of new and exciting things your way. Exactly. <laughs> Such a great support system. I think people, we all need it. Even people that have been vegan long term, we can always learn and improve our lifestyle. Oh, for so sure. thanks for what you're doing. That's yeah, thank amazing. you so much. And thanks for taking the time yeah. out of your busy schedule to, uh, to talk to us a bit. I know you're busy with meetings after meetings, but uh, it's glad to talk to you. Yeah, exactly. Thanks so much. <laughs> yeah, well thank, well, thank you both for doing the podcast and getting the message out there. A lot of people are really learning through podcasts, word of mouth. So thank, thank you for doing that. It's so important work you're doing. Oh, oh thank you so much. That's yeah. so kind of you. All right. Well, enjoy your day and I hope you get lots done and also some rest for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. You too. I hope you have a pleasant day in Vancouver. Oh, Thank thanks you. so much. Yeah, it was great talking to you, you, Dr. Vanita. Yeah, so amazing. And we uh, yeah. talk soon. Take Sounds care. Sounds good. Take care. Bye. Ciao. Bye. Bye.